And the lawyer I had when I was in prison, Dirk Gordon, I found out from another guy. I said, he got him out of two murder cases. He said, how'd you pay him? I said, cash the only thing you take. He said, but I always paid him with cocaine. I said, he's a cokehead. He said, my sister's got a baby by Mm-hmm. So I found out my lawyer was a drug addict. But then I got the lawyer sued in, in state court. It's at the appeals court pending. And Monday, they denied my writ of service. They did, really did on Friday, but they posted on Pacer on Monday. So Monday evening, I already had a, a fraud on the court, 60D3, ready to file. And I, I sent it out Monday evening. And uh, they probably got it by today. Mm-hmm. They got it yesterday. I don't know. But uh, I didn't know how much money to send. I sent a letter. I asked them how much money and how much do I make a, a money order to. This is, I mean, this is Mitch McConnell justice is what it is. I don't know if you're a Republican or not. I'm a Republican, but I mean, there's one guy that hauls Mitch's jury from Washington, D.C. to Louisville. His name is Steve, was Steve Milner. Mm-hmm. And he was a lawyer that represented my brother when they arraigned him. My brother farted him after he got into trial because he kept selling, make up something on your brother. Just, just make it up. Use your imagination. Well, they finally let him fart him after he wrote a big long statement to the judge. And uh, I sued him. The lawyers all in state court. April 1st, we had a hearing. Well, March 31st, he died. He killed himself. Didn't want to show up for a hearing. Well, see, he's the one went to Mitch McConnell and told him, to, hey, we want these people. And the judge kept saying that through the trial. He said, well, I want these people. I want them. Why, why, why do you want these people so bad? I want these people. Well, it was, he thought his judge thought he satisfied Mitch McConnell because that Steve Milner went to him and told him, you know, we need to leave. Well, Steve Milner now done all this. A state judge, a divorce judge that my brother had, mm-hmm. my brother's wife was a drug addict and, 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 and mentally ill, but she caught that judge for a year every day on the phone him or his clerk, every morning. And he believed that we had $100 million in cash somewhere. And he said, I got a guy I go to church with, Steve Milner. I want you to get him for a lawyer. Well, she goes and gets him. Well, the first thing he tells her, said, go to get this Roberta Bottom postal inspector. And she goes to the postal inspector. And, uh, and they go to trial for five weeks. But I get out of prison on February the 27th of 2020. On March the 6th of 2020, I get a letter from the FBI saying there's no indictment to be found on you. And I didn't ask them that. I hadn't sent the FBI nothing in three years. I give up on them. They never could show us an indictment. I kept asking for an indictment all through the, before the trial and through the trial. I kept asking for an indictment. Oh, Judge Hood's got a seal that you all too dangerous. I can't show you an indictment. It's got people's names on it and addresses. You all too dangerous. Then they send us to a camp. I never had nothing but two speeding tickets in my life. My son had two speeding tickets. My brother may have had three or four. I don't know. But uh, it, I, it, it, I ain't never seen nothing like it in my life. I can't believe I'm listening to this. I, I just, this in the United States of America. I'm telling you, every word I'm telling you is truth. Every word I'm telling you is truth. I'll tell you, when we had a trial, I hear something else you ain't going to believe now. It was 98 degrees outside. We was in a federal courthouse on Friday evening. The judge Hood has them go cut the air conditioner off that jury room at one o'clock. At four o'clock, he gives a case to the jury. At six thirty, they said we'll suffocate. We'll burn in there. They couldn't open windows and nothing. He's a suffocating in that jury room. Nine thirty, they bring him a fan. Well, at uh, 
11 o'clock, one of them sends a note out saying, I'm not going to find nobody to give to conspiracy no matter how long you hold But Judge Hood goes in there and has a meeting with the jury without us, without lawyers. And the lawyer's telling us what it's doing on that, sitting on the steps. We didn't know it was illegal. And uh, he threatened them. He said, if you vote sympathy, vote, you're going to be punished. He told them that before they went, when the jury went out. He, it's on the record. He, he said that. He said, you will be punished if you vote for sympathy vote. He forced them to vote the guilty, but they had a federal agent, we found out, on a dog the jury farm. See that again? You're the li- See that again? The last line? They had a federal agent on, on the jury as a jury foreman. She worked for the state of Kentucky, but she's an agent. Uh-huh. Uh, Susan McNeil. But uh, her man was in real estate business, and he'd promised them all of her real estate. So you have all this real estate mixed and sell it. Man. It's just unreal. I mean, everything I've wrote is true, though. I'm on probation. See, they won't let, I filed a writ of error, and they said, because you're on probation, we figure out it's in custody. You can't file it until you're out of custody. The Sixth Circuit. When will your probation end? Oh, it won't end until February the 27th. Of 2023. Oh, yeah, 23, 23. I'm sorry, 23. Mm-hmm. But I've been a filing ever since I got that letter from FBI. I've been a filing constantly. It's like I filed this week. Uh, fraud on the court, 60D3 out in California. Mm-hmm. And I can file as many of them as I want to. I'll, I'll turn around and file them whatever every circuit is. If I deny it. And, and what does the letter exactly say uh, from the FBI? No indictment to be found. No indictment to be found, right? Yeah, yeah. We looked all the places where it should be. Yeah. But see, when I was in prison, the guy was a supervisor, just turned us off to New York. He said, I can call outside. And said, so they can call the DOJ and find out if you have a no bill or a true bill. And I said, well, I sure appreciate it. He called about two or three days later. He come told me, he said, but all they got on is no bill. But see, in, while I was in prison, the case manager checked at the DOJ. He said, I ain't never seen that like this. He said, but all they got on is no bill. So we'll hold you on the judgment commitment order. And then my counselor about two years later told me the same thing. They, they called in there to my case manager trying to make me talk to him. Then he talked to him about four days. And the postal inspector it was. She said, well, you, first thing he said the first time he called me, I said, you know you can go home? I said, what do you mean? He said, you can t- take time served. I said, I'm not going to play. I said, I went to five-week trial. And I said, I ain't never been shown no indictment. I said, I don't think they got no indictment on me. Well, she started threatening him. And he called the DOJ's, uh, uh, I mean, the BOP director's office. And they called somebody in the DOJ. And they said, buddy, all they got on that, that guy's a no beat. They let me have a room by myself. I didn't have to work or nothing for seven years in that prison. Everybody has to work. I didn't have to work or nothing. I said, buddy, I ain't never seen that like this. They hold you. They're holding you on a judgment commitment order. I said, well, they ain't got no right to hold you. But we can't turn you loose. The warden, one warden told me, I can turn you loose, but I'm afraid to put the handcuffs on me. But the FBI letter, it's in, it's in the filings I filed, if you look in there. I'm just going through it, and I'm kind of brain numb at the same time when I'm reading this. I understand, but every word is true. Every word. And I can't find a lawyer. I've called a thousand lawyers in every state. All different states, you know, trying to find a lawyer. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, we don't play cases like that. See, the, I, the prosecutor was in prison with us. He said, none of them don't know what's coming to them. He said, all these judges that could have stopped this before trial is going to get five years. they all going to lose everything but their clothes. He said, all these lawyers and prosecutors have done this to you, knowing there's no indictment, is going to get 10 years. He said they're going to lose everything but their clothes, and they won't be able to draw no retirement from the government or Social Security. He said, I've heard of this two other times. 
I didn't know nothing about it. And he said, they want you to sign a general release and a confidentiality agreement, and they'll pay you the damages, and they close the book on it, and there won't be no record of it be found no worse, and you won't be able to speak about it. He said, I used to work for this department in the, in the, in the, in the DOJ. He said, very few people know about this. He said, them judges down there don't know. Lawyers don't know what they've done, what's coming to them. Man, they sure fighting it hard. I mean, the state of Kentucky, the, the, the circuit judge should have went ahead and ordered payment, but instead he denied it. He didn't want me to appeal it. He said that if, if the federal vacates your case, you just come back in here and file, or you can appeal. And I, I appealed it. It's in the state appeals court. I can give you that case number if you want it. You can look that up. Who is Joshua Scott Harris? Scott Harris, that's a guy that worked for me. Okay. And he he had, he had a year and a day. He wouldn't testify for him, and they would give him a year and a day because he wouldn't lie. Sean Michael Smith is your son? Yes. Christopher Smith is my brother. Okay, so Ray Garden, Sean Michael Smith, and Joshua Scott, they pled guilty. They took the deal. Mark, yeah, Mark, uh, uh, Irwin. 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 Yeah, Irwin. He, uh, he, he's a... He, yeah, he took a deal, and, and so did Ray Garden. But it really didn't hurt me because they, they really told the truth. They tried to make them lie to hurt me, but they really, 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 really didn't hurt me nothing. Yeah, they took a deal. They did. But I, I, think, I don't think neither one of them went to jail. Mark, it says he went 42 months, but he was back home like in like in three months or something. Oh yeah, I mean if they took the deal, then they, then everything is a show, and they were just they would not be in prison as long as you have spent it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the postal inspector, they fired her. She's been fired right after she called in there and threatened my case manager, and she was fired. So you own the company, the Target Oil and Gas? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they would yeah. all, they, man, they would, they would all plan, conspire, and make sure to take you down. Well, they, they really believed that I had $100 million in cash, which I didn't have. But they, they took $232,000 out of my dad and mom's safe. Didn't even have proper search warrants. It was my house. And uh, they was five years. They give uh, all of it back, but like 125000 But it took like $50,000 longer if they used to get, get that part back. But it's all old bills. Back. He'd sold silver back in the 70s. It's old bills. They, they said it deposited it to put in evidence. <laughs> I'm just reading the government's position. It is so ridiculous. What was the evidence presented against? I mean, they can allege anything that they want, but they got to prove it in a court of law. How did they prove that? I don't see it. They didn't prove nothing. I told you they had a jury foreman that worked her husband's a real estate agent, and she worked for the state of Kentucky. She was an undercover agent from She was a best friend to the prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Played tennis with her, went to the same country clubs with her. Uh, she's, we found out later, you know, just, just put her best friend on as a jury foreman. And the judge went in there in the courtroom and threatened the jury while, in the jury room while there's why there's in deliberation without a lawyer, without, without their lawyers or the prosecutor. He's went there and threatened them. He's getting tired. He said, I got to go to San Diego and send us 20 drug dealers Monday morning. That's on Friday, this was. He kept saying all through the trial, I want these people. I want them. I want these people. 
he kept saying, I got a side on the prosecution. We get her checked from the same place. All that stuff's on the record. But he goes to sleep during trial because he's on OxyContin because he had a second hip replacement. It only been seven months and second hip replacement. And all them doctors in prison, they said, man, he had to be on OxyContin to be that old and have a second hip replacement. Most likely to be on the rest of his life. Yeah, but the question is that, first up, you know, the whole idea of what they're alleging about the scheme, they can allege all the shit that they want. Where, where is the evidence of this scheme? How how did they prove that there is a scheme? If they can't prove that there is a scheme, there is no liability. There is no prosecution. I mean, it should be just thrown out of the court. Did you get a public pretender on your case? No, I gave guys $230,000. What the hell did they do? Well, I told you, he's a drug addict. They they, they tell him they wanted us. He just he didn't do whatever they wanted because he's afraid they didn't turn around and lock him up. The judge told him he started bringing up indictment one time in it. The judge said, it cost you. It cost you. I said, what are you talking about? He said, it's going to cost me $10,000 a day. I said, what do you mean? And the judge said, you can't bring up the word indictment. And then that's all this stuff's in the record now. The judge is saying this stuff. It said you can't bring up the word indictment. It's too late to bring up the word indictment. But man, if your if your defender is on oxy is on drugs, you can just fire him, and you know you can. It's a mistrial, man. It's a mistrial. I didn't know, he was on drugs. I didn't know that until I got in prison. Oh shit! The guy in prison told me that. Hmm. This is a Pandora's box you're sitting on. I mean, this is a. Get it out in the public, man. That helped me so much. Yeah, you know, the thing is that journalism is about printing what others don't want you to print. Everything else is public relations. Just the fact that what you're talking about is sitting in a in a case document that I'm going through and no media is talking about it. Listen, the media the media here all helped them do this to me in, in Kentucky. The media put me on, on TV five, six years after I was in prison, them guys come back and wait me up and said, I on TV again. Every time I'd file something, that post inspector had a media, Lexington Hurl, Cruel Journal, Fox News, ABC, NBC, and CBS would put me on their news for them. Let me give you a case number here in the state where I got the media suit. Mm-hmm. If you can get this out of the public, man, let's end this case. The case number is 2021-CA-07- one three dash MR. Yeah, two two zero one dash CA dash O seven one three dash MR. Yep. Man, if you can get this out in the public, I mean that 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 that, that that's also what I need is publicity. I don't know how to do see I don't barely I barely can use this phone because we had push phones in prison. I didn't have I had a flip phone before I went to prison. And no media in Kentucky ever reported on what you, on what you were saying and your side of the story and the facts. All the media, they got them to blaspheme me before that they arraigned me. They got all the media to write stuff and to put me on TV before they they, they well, we went to trial. And none of the media, I got out, I called them, tried to get them to, and they said, "What do you want me to do about it?" And they, they, I couldn't get past nobody. I couldn't do nothing. I mean, they, the, 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 they got malpractice insurance. The media does. I give them numbers of malpractice media insurance. You know, if you want, if you want that number, it's in that file. I know when you look at that filing up in the state appeals court, 
all of their malpractice insurance firms are there. The media and the attorneys. But where is the media's investigation? And in your case, I see none. That's the reason I sued them. That's what I sued them for. I sued them. I said, you at least had a duty before you started our family's lives and get a, help the prosecutor lock us up, uh, check and see if there's an indictment. And now but they, they, they'll show the indictment first thing signed before they start talking about anybody. Now the media does here in Kentucky. They'll show it real, real close on the TV. Yeah. But it, it's uh, the media here, I mean, I can't get nothing out on the media. I mean, they... If I could get media, if I get this in the media, I mean, the case would be over with. That's what we got to do then. But I sure would appreciate it if you could help me. I mean, I got a, 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 some stuff that I can mail you if you want to send me your uh, uh, physical address. I'll mail you the, the filings and stuff I've been doing recently. And, and the third, I may have copied the third. I filed it. It's four times I filed a third. But we think it might mean something by Kagan not voting to deny me. She's over the Ninth Circuit. She used to be over the Sixth Circuit when this happened. Now she is over the Ninth Circuit. And Kavanaugh wrote that opinion of the day. Our case was on the docket when he wrote that opinion that you can sue the judges, the prosecutors for wrongdoing. It was uh, Thompson and uh, Clark versus Clark. Kavanaugh wrote it, but our case was on the docket when they wrote it. Mm. They was reading their case and they wrote it, wrote it under the other one because our case has got to be closed. There was no, we no record of our case. I'll send that cert uh, 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 to you. Uh, well, let me give you the cert number. I, I don't know if I did or not. Twenty-one dash one two zero two. Twenty-one dash one two zero two. Yeah. And another one I filed right behind it. They had both these on the docket when Kavanaugh wrote this. 21-1201. I had two of them there. One of them is suing the prosecutors and the judges. One of them tell them to vacate and order payment. They put them both on the docket. $300 a piece we had to pay. But, Michael, all these things that you're doing, how are you keeping a track of them? Oh. <laughs> Well, I just keep laying all over a desk here. They just laying around here. I ain't got no, I ain't got no legal uh, knowledge except when I learned prison. I learned from prison, from judges, prosecutors, and lawyers in prison. Most lawyers don't know nothing about this kind of stuff. Yeah, that, that's enough of knowledge. What you learn from inside, that's the real knowledge. That's the real deal, man. Oh, it's, 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 I'll tell you what. I learned more now in a year than I can learn in six years in, in, in college. I learned, I learned in prison. Seriously, here's a learned experience. It's been really hard on my family. And we, we, we ain't got no money. See, they, they took every vehicle. They took every bank account. My daughter didn't have no vehicle to ride to work. Uh, my mom and dad didn't have a vehicle to go to the doctor, the store. They took everything. I mean, we, 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 we just, so we couldn't fight them while they done it. This is one in 10 million case, according to that supervisor at the U.S. Attorney's Office in New York was in prison moves. He said, this is one in 10 million case. Yeah, because it's a massive cover-up, man. It's a massive fraud. The stage. I'll tell you the, one thing. He'd get rid of 15 to 18 federal judges that's involved in covering this up. Yeah. At the field, at the Sixth Circuit, is to, you know, no, at, there's at least 10 or 12 judges there that that's in, involved in covering this up. All the denials they did, not one denials because they had a true bill indictment. 
they keep saying, well, they denied you as many times as what this judge up here in the state said. Well, they denied you as many times, and they denied you search. Supreme Court did. So they must have had a piece of an indictment. They must have had part of an indictment. They had enough to go to trial. I said, they didn't have no indictment. He said, I'm going to deny it anyway. But it's in the appeal, state appeals court pending, you know, waiting on a decision. This is Fair Play on JusticeNews.net.